This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing. Makers of craft beer in Central Albert. Say hi to Han. He's a really great guy. Well, of podcast episodes where the temperature of the human body in degrees Fahrenheit. You know this has to be episode 98 of The Harmonious Gentleman. I'm Chris. I'm Graham. And I'm Tyler. Also, you probably guys know that it was the name of a very popular boy band. 98 Degrees? degrees? Yeah. Is that really? Was it, it really called degrees? 98 Degrees? I think so. But I think oh. that's because that's the temperature yeah. of the human body. I think. Maybe. You think they would name themselves like something warmer than the standard temp- Like they, get, they, they make you warmer. That doesn't you know? sound right to me. Okay. It I does. thought they were. 98 degrees? Yeah. Okay. That sounds like something to me. How hot are you guys? 98 degrees? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so you're healthy. <laughs> like you're normal. Oh, you don't average. have a fever. Oh, you're average? <laughs> who was the main front man of that? Tim Tebow. No, Nick. the guy who married Jessica Simpson. Yes. Is his name Nick? Yeah, Nick Lachey. Oh, you guys, did you research name. this? No, but when he said Nick, I pieced it together. We had to go back. He, he looked, I could visualize this guy and he looked like a nick we gotta go back to red heart and win the quiz night with stuff like this like nick lachey we would win the whole thing with that man oh man i can't name a single 98 degree song can you no the temperature of my heart (laughs) the temperature 20 below okay tyler how hot are you tonight oh i'm as hot as usual (laughs) my fingers are a little cold though we're sitting outside yeah. And we're getting a little bit of a late start here. Yeah. We're in midsummer, but it feels like a autumn evening. I agree. Yeah. We are back from our trips and uh, I think we all had really good uh, really good times. We I enjoyed sharing with you guys from our trip and it was fun hearing your guys' stuff. Yeah. Chris, how ex- uh, excited and surprised were you to hear the part where me and Tyler and Peter went to a wrestling show? This could be my confession. I was equal parts excited completely filled with hilariousness and joy and jealous all at the yeah. same time <laughs> i wish you could have been there yeah but it was really funny to hear the responses especially peter's uh, although tyler you yeah. said some nice things about inclusion and yeah like a varied where yeah. i forget the exact words you use but just how the crowd was so diverse i thought that was really cool yeah yeah it was a more positive experience than i could have hoped for so and i just love that you were loving that they were loving it it was very nice to see yeah it was a lot of fun did that give you a little bit of like do you feel kind of vindicated no wrestling is still really dumb but i love it i love how dumb it is was did one of you guys ask the question like does everybody here know what's fake or is that something Shanna asked me while we were listening? Yeah, oh, I don't think no. we asked that. No. It's clear but that nobody, maybe, maybe, that. maybe little kids, but it's clear that we're all in on it. Like we're, it's, we're, it's part of the show. Is it clear? Like the whole yes. crowd is in on yes. it? Yes. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. It's pretty hard to, to, to spend disbelief when you're an adult. Yeah. Um, no, anyway, that did sound like but it was a lot of fun. fun. We'll take you next time. Okay. Yeah. My, another one of my confessions is that they did another show in Calgary a couple weeks later and I really wanted to go. Oh, I thought for sure you're gonna but say we had our camping went. weekend with some friends so we didn't do it sorry guys i'm yeah. sick <laughs> but i may have under different circumstances tyler do we have feedback from our just beautiful listeners yeah we yeah i'm excited to share with you guys some of these things um one wasn't really shared sent directly to us but we have a listener named ian who wrote a really nice uh, uh post about one of our past episodes okay um, our episode with Dave Dale and 
yeah, he, he didn't write it to us, but I, I just found I was really flattered that someone would uh, promote our an episode mm, of ours. For sure. he, he did say it should be filed under the category of niche Alberta politics. Yeah. Um, but he said some nice things like in an age of diminished interest in local journalism, I really enjoyed listening to this podcast interview with a candidate in the recent Alberta election. He, he talks about how he's never met Dave Dale. Um, but he provides some really interesting reflections on his experience running for a progressive party in a fairly conservative riding, the riding that I grew up in. Kudos to the host of the show, Harmonious Gentleman, for a great episode. So that was really cool to, to kind of stumble across that. Um, I actually went to high school with Ian. Okay. Okay. And I, um, yeah, loved well, seeing that. that. So, really cool. so thanks, Ian, Yeah. for... Um, yeah, promoting the episode and listening. Yeah, and saying those nice things. We have another email. Uh, this one's, yeah, this is an email I'll share. We've had a couple from a listener named Yvonne. Mm-hmm. And she wrote, uh, her first message was just really nice. Um, just kind of letting us know that she listens and appreciates what uh, kind of what we do. But she her second email was providing just feedback for us mm-hmm. Graham you ask for feedback on kind of the the sound quality or, yeah. or the things that we're doing and, and we seek that out sure. yeah, yeah the technical stuff so it's helped multiple times in the past well so I'll read sure. this one this is Yvonne uh, trying to give us some assistance it says hi again gentlemen just a quick note to mention that I've listened to a couple of your episodes over the last few days and on each one uh, the 12 to 16 section 12 to 16 seconds section of Heidi talking is all jumbled. It sounds like her speech is being fast forwarded. That's not a real words, but somehow thought you'd want to know. And then she lists a number of episodes where this, uh, Mm -hmm. this problem, um, you know, you know, guys, we've done 98 of these things and I thought it'd be funny for one or two of the ads to just reverse Heidi's, Right. Bad. And that's okay. all I did as a, oh. a joke. That's what I thought, that it was being yeah. played backwards. But then I was like, am I supposed to listen to this forward? Yeah. And I didn't know how to do that <laughs> okay. on a streaming. Well, if I'm confusing <laughs> listeners and co-hosts, maybe that was a bad call. Yeah. Was the intention for us to try to play it backwards? Not at all. It was oh, just okay. meant to be funny. And gotcha. <laughs> also <laughs> not have to make Heidi record another ad that day. And, and to be fair as well, to give my wonderful wife... Uh, little prop she did say it was a terrible idea not to do it <laughs> yeah oh, well i i, I like listened to a couple of the episodes that were that yeah that, was, a that happened and i i must not have noticed because i saw the email from yvonne mm-hmm. and i went back i'm like i don't think i noticed that so i went back and listened and then when i heard it i was so confused like i yeah. i'm like how does this happen just on a few episodes right in this part yeah. and it didn't really clue in I was with Yvonne. Like I thought something had gone wrong. Yeah. So I sent cool. you a message to say, yeah, like Graham, check is, the feed. Like Yvonne, we got an email. Someone's trying to help us yeah. out, and they're right. And when like, I got your text, I was like panicky. I thought, oh man, what did I do? And then I, as soon as I I hit play, it was like, oh my goodness. But so anyways, listeners, I apologize. Well, and um, thank you, Yvonne, for yes for giving us that feedback. Us honest on our toes. Oh my goodness, fail. Um, no. 
thanks for that feedback and there's a lot more that we just don't have time to read right now but thank you yeah. for getting back to us everybody. yeah a whole summer of just full inboxes yeah mm-hmm. i love it um you guys before we jump into recommendations and our topic for tonight which is really amazing and creepy <laughs> yeah we, we should let our listeners know um as we approach episode 100 uh it's a big deal to us like we feel proud and kind of blown away mm-hmm. that it's gone this long and so we are yeah we're kind of counting the days to that and maybe we just take a minute now to let listeners know like what to expect in the next little while from us um we are going to take the month of august sort of off so if you're listening to this sometime near the end of july early august um there will be about a four-week break after this episode um before which episode 99 comes out and then episode 100 and Chris, what are we thinking about 100? I, uh, first of all, I'm glad you used the word proud because one of my pet peeves mm. is when people say, I'm just so humbled. And then they go on to say something that exalts <laughs> themselves. <laughs> In this case, we're just really we're awesome. proud. Yeah, we're great. We're not humbled. Um, so we're thinking for 100. We did a, a couple years ago now a 50th episode where we were together with our friends, uh, our friends at Blind Man, and then friends that we invited to just kind of a hangout party, have a beer, catch up. Mm-hmm contribute in some way perhaps to the podcast and i think we're hoping to do something similar in september yeah for our 100th recording mm-hmm. yeah it'll be we don't have the details all worked out yet but yep. we'll keep an eye on our uh social media and and episode 99 will hopefully yeah. have all the details ironed out yeah have some new merch looking like mm-hmm. yeah we're excited. excited about the new merch yeah yeah some people when they reach 100 they just kind of peter out they oh, tire out we're no, just no, no, getting no, no we're getting started we have some that's the other cool thing that we're also proud about is new fresh ideas <laughs> yeah we shouldn't say much now but after episode 100 uh we do have some some new ideas yeah and yeah. so if you love it the way it is well there's a backlog yeah go back to number one <laughs> and start over I've heard from a number of people they haven't listened to the early episodes. Okay. This is the one time I'm going to say you should listen to those if you're not excited about a new new direction. Yeah. <laughs> but in the fall... Yeah. Which was also a boy band, wasn't it? New Direction? New Direction or One Direction? Yeah. I knew that. I was just yeah. testing you. New Direction seems like a, a bit of a joke if you think New Direction it. is a little too racy for a boy band, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, so listen, everybody, just stay tuned, right? We'll take August off. We're still here. We still love you. We're not going anywhere. You can still get in touch with us. Absolutely, you can. Is this the end of the episode? (laughs) No, wait. (laughs) I mean, if you're just here for the information, we're done. That's it. I'm okay with that, actually. (laughs) But uh, Tyler, are you pumped for like post 100? Are you excited? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm excited to try something new. Yeah. I think we're still going to be harmonious. Mm -hmm. There's still going to be... Uh, difficult topics covered. I think, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Is this a good time to share a harmonious story? Yes. We were in um, Portland, Oregon, and we were visiting with some of Shanna's relatives, and her aunt asked me just some questions about, like, how do you remain harmonious? It was a neat opportunity to talk with her, and it wasn't like I was, like, preaching. It was just asking questions, talking about, when you talk about politics or religion or things that typically could come up that could cause division. What can you do to make sure the conversation is honoring and inclusive? And I, it was just a fun opportunity yeah. to do that. Awesome. Thanks, NK. Shout out to you if you ever listen to this. Oh, shout out. Awesome. Okay, so more de- details to come. Uh, stay tuned. End of August. And we should probably recommend some stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to talk about a topic tonight that <laughs> we <laughs> don't believe in, or do we believe in? Do we ever? I think Chris. I think Chris no, is a I little want, more on board. If I say I want to believe, everybody will know exactly what we're talking about. Well, stay tuned after the break. These recommendations are brought to you by Cilantro and Chive, serving up fresh, simple eats while supporting their community and spreading the love. You know, sometimes when you're just sitting in a circle with people that you know and they're your friends and you've known them for a long time, therefore the friendship has evolved and stayed strong for these many years as you sit together and talk about things. You want to recommend (laughs) things to these friends. So I'm going to recommend a book that I've recently read. My wife, who I love dearly, bought me a book for our um, plane uh, ride to Toronto. And so it's kind of a tradition that we just started where you bring a new book. <laughs> and um, no. so I'm going to recommend the book. It's a true crime book. I, I was sort of out of true crime. Listeners for a long time know that I've had times where I've been really into true crime books. Not as much lately, but my wife bought me one called The Massey Murder by Charlotte Gray. And it's about... Um, the Massey family in Toronto in the late 1800s and they started the Massey line of tractors and farm equipment and stuff became one of the richest families in Toronto at the time and uh, yeah one of the grandchildren of the of the um, originator of the company is murdered and it's just a story about that but mm. I like it because it reminds me of um, my favorite book of all time The Devil in the White City because it contextualizes the story teaches you about Toronto's history the streets the buildings um, early days of pretty you know huge city now so yeah anyway it it was cool it kind of gave me some context for even visiting the city and the the funny story is i was telling chris earlier that we i read about half the book on the plane right there and then i was looking up the the house where the murder took place on my phone google maps was curious and it was about a block from where where we were staying in toronto so put the book down went for a walk and walked by it and it was for sale the massey murder house was for sale so you think there were ghosts in your house imagine that no doubt yeah and the murder took place like outside the front steps, so I could go like stand right where it happened. Whoa. It was cool. So if Did you like you? true crime, you like Canadiana. Yeah. Massey, the Check, Massey You're murder. checking all the boxes right now. Charlotte Gray. Good book. Cool. I'm going to recommend an outdoor activity. We've lo- oftentimes regularly recommended the Red Deer River, and this is going to be a specific route on the Red Deer River from the Wawio Usum. I forget exactly what it's called, but mm-hmm. the Penhold um stop on the red deer river there's like a day camp park there west of penhold and if you if you float or kayak or paddleboard from there to fort normando it's 16 kilometers takes about uh we did it in about three hours you could float and do it longer or you could speed and do it faster but the number of birds and wildlife the setting beautiful lots of beautiful homes along that stretch it's just a really and no people like it's just back to nature the river flow is pretty great great right now get out there on the water man that river just cool. the gift that keeps on giving hey isn't it something yeah. yeah i think tyler just recently did some things yeah. on it too yeah we just did a three-day canoe trip from that's awesome close to big valley down to Drumheller with the hmm. family it was really cool. cool and the route you just described i'm pretty sure i've done that a few times with my friends in high school yeah and uh i agree it's awesome cool get out on the water yeah but my recommendation is not an outdoor... Well, I guess you could do this outside. I'm going to recommend a book. Um, it's called Unflattening by Nick Susanis. He's actually a... I believe he's uh, 
professor at the UFC in Calgary. Oh, wow. So fairly local. Um, but I also think you could find this book. I think it's fairly accessible. Yeah, it's called Unflattening, and it's basically just a beautiful uh, work of visual art. But he also uses his visual art to uh, discuss or yeah, explore different ways of knowing. So like learning mm. and different philosophies and different uh, yeah, ways of viewing the world. Yeah, awesome. So this idea of being two-dimensional, being you don't want to be two-dimensional. You want to understand more. You want to become three-dimensional. So there's this metaphor all the way through and it's just... Just the illustrations are crazy good. Hmm. Uh, awesome. So I recommend it. Even if you just flip through a few pages, if you can get your hands on it and just look at the the drawings, it's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, the cover is intriguing just looking at it from here. It's really yeah. cool. Good recommendation. Thank you. All right. You Thanks, you guys. I'd like to borrow that book. You can. Me first. Um, all right. So we don't always talk about timely topics. Right. But we are today, because yeah. this morning, there was a sworn testimony in a congressional subcommittee yeah. where the topic of aliens and UFOs was discussed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if that interests you, oh, just you wait. Oh, boy. Yeah. Aliens part two. This harmonious conversation is brought to you by 5024 General Store bringing skateboards, fashion, and creativity to central Alberta communities. Check them out online or in beautiful downtown Lacombe. Earlier in the summer, I was listening to a number of different podcasts and one came across my ears, I guess, (laughs) uh, about a a guy was interviewing a doctor whose name is Stephen Greer, who was talking about um, technologies that are interesting, advanced, and way beyond anything that like is kind of out in the public and the connection to UFO or extraterrestrial crafts and that kind of thing. His claims were that we have technologies that could solve the world's energy problems, um, most of the pollution and that kind of thing. But it's being like subdued by government agencies around the world because Hmm. people stand to make a lot of money from the current technologies that we have. And that these technologies were reversed engineered from um, some kind of extraterrestrial either Mm -hmm. crafts or technology that probably came to earth like about a hundred years ago around Roswell, whenever that was, I think in the thirties and forties. So 80 years ago, Um, he had a few like claims about the technologies that we're hearing about in the news lately, like things that fighter pilots have seen or things that pilots or, Navy people have seen Mm -hmm. in the air that are really fast, move at crazy directions and scramble their radar and that kind of thing. Um, And said that oftentimes those things are actually human origin, like that Mm -hmm. stuff that the militaries of the world actually have, but they're so advanced beyond anything we have that you wouldn't recognize them as human technology. On that podcast, because that was recorded some time ago, he talked about a congressional hearing that was coming up which happened today, July 26th. This morning. It happened yeah. this morning. Wait, just to just to clarify, this Greer guy, did he claim that we have the technology reverse engineered from this 
That's right. Okay. The American. So, <clears throat> so Americans have this technology. Okay. They're so when he says it. we, he's taught. So that's where this podcast kind of got interesting. The, the guest or the host was asking him like, is it American technology? And he would say there's government agencies in the world that aren't partisan to a country. Like they're beyond okay. country oh level. Boy. Okay. And we have, that's and sounding. those entities have this technology. So, humans have humans. a technology that we're not using or seeing well you and when people see like what they think is an unidentified flying object object it's unidentified because they can't compare it to anything but it's not extraterrestrial it's actually, it's actually designed by humans using it humans are using it humans might be in it it might be but a it's drone, secret it's like but a secret deep, dark secret right Okay. Oh, I get. You. I got you. So these. So when you see a UFO and people think it's aliens, no, it's, it's not aliens. It's, it's, it's people just on super Earth advanced technology. We're using a technology that right. That's they don't thing. want that anyone to know. Aliens. But but he's saying it probably actually originally maybe came from aliens. Wow. So when he what's interesting about him is he came up with this whole disclosure thing, and I think that's what today was a culmination of mm-hmm. that he when he was doing research he would get to places where like somebody should know the answer to this and he'd get up to like three star four star generals and they didn't have the the classification or the um clearance, clearance. to to get the the documents like it's, it's like well if they don't have the classification nobody does so he kind of argued that um if those people don't get to know what we have technology technologically speaking then it's not legal it's not illegal for people to be whistleblowers so suddenly somehow Mm. they they kind of made room for people who were seeing these things to spill the beans in a way so today i think as a result of some of the work of stephen greer there were a number of people one from an intelligence perspective one from a navy perspective and one from I think America, I forget what the third guy was. There was three people who were interviewed today and without basically breaking any of the rules of their own clearance levels, they were allowed to explain the things they've seen. So that's what okay. happened today in this congressional hearing. Okay. We've, we've said today a few times, this episode comes out on Saturday. Good point. So today is Wednesday. Yeah. I don't so know today what is July 26th. July 26th. Okay. The episode comes out on the 29th. Uh, so it's en- the end of July in 2023. If you're listening mm-hmm. from a faraway planet in the future, <laughs> yeah. you'll know that it started here. Um, and yeah, Graham, did you hear any of the? I did. News I, I, I earlier than this, I remember reading some things here and there about this coming up, this congressional hearing, and I did. You take it seriously? I not really. Yeah. Like I think I, lo- I so so I really enjoyed our conspiracy talk that we did our episode and uh so this just feels like uh, like that again there's this like mysterious world government that's mm-hmm. you know and they're hiding technology from us and like you know i we talked in our conspiracy episode about like i need the conspiracy to have like a good reason for there to be a conspiracy like that like the flat earth one is is there's no reason for it so it's less interesting to me but like this is interesting where it's like all the big oil companies that control the powers, they don't want this technology because then they, you know, they don't want us right. to solve all these issues. And so I, I, I get the like origins of maybe like being interested. Well, and it's actually like almost like a culmination of conspiracy theories. It is. Cause it's like extraterrestrial origins that yes. the government is kept away from us potentially. Yeah. Um, technology that could be used to 
both propel humankind into the future with amazing results yeah. and also technology that could harm yeah. like if it's militarized or whatever and then a government secret shadow government in the world that's doing things yeah and money like it's just all these things at once it's, it's kind the of fascinating and but this Stephen greer guy said that that this obsession with this stuff is the mothership of conspiracy theory like he's admitting it that's what it is at this yeah. point so I, I i this morning i will admit that i knew it was happening and i was very curious so my son and i had some had some cereal together and threw on the youtube live stream of the congressional hearing and uh within 30 seconds he said it was way too boring <laughs> because it was the, the, you're uh, watching a guy in front of well no because before he gets to speak it's all the congressmen and women sitting up there oh yeah saying their piece first and they're all saying things like this is nonpartisan, and then and then go and just say a bunch of partisan crap you know like it just it was just these people talking before the good stuff so we ended up turning it off and i, <laughs> I figured i'd wait till later for the good stuff and so there were some highlights and i did see the highlights but Again, it's just like I got. I gotta see something. Like I got. Okay, like, before we yeah. get your reaction, Tyler, yeah. did you know any of this was going on? Uh, no. One of one of you posted in our group chat this morning when we were discussing what we would uh, mm-hmm. talk about on this episode. So then, yeah, you said this had happened. That this person had test under oath had had shared this information. Mm-hmm. So then I looked at Google News. Or just news, my news feed throughout the throughout the day, looking for it, and I didn't see it anywhere. And then I kind of chalked it up to like Graham, you said it, it like it feels can like a conspiracy. It's like there's this, yeah. I I want to like, like it's sort of nothing, kind of like it doesn't. It's in, an interesting idea for, in my mind, like fiction. Hmm like a like a mm-hmm. book or a movie like where we could continue to tell this story and build it up there's this but when it comes to my day-to-day life and and thinking about yeah the world right now right now what i from what i know which is just that you had mentioned <laughs> from what you've told yeah, me yeah. i haven't seen anything else anywhere else like it it feels like yeah it's just an interesting thing it doesn't right. feel real like to what me. are the takeaways nothing really has happened yeah. Yeah, or what has happened in my mind, someone has shared this story right to explain something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it, there's no Yeah. I, like, I think the big deal for the UFO pe- people the, the movement is that there is now congressional record of this. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a step. It's a it's a big step admittedly. Like So what happened today was that an, a former US intelligence officer named David Grush testified before the oversight and accountability subcommittee on national security Mm -hmm. the border and foreign affairs panel so that's all one big thing that um ufos not only are they do they exist but that the american government is in possession of some crashed versions of them and they have biological entities that were on those ships that was specifically talked about yeah yeah so they've got bodies of aliens and they've had them for a long time yeah i think he said like since the 30s or something yeah and these stories so, are do you remember alien autopsy in the 90s when that oh came yeah. out like this obviously this has been around for a long time and men in black and like sure. every independence day like yeah. all these stories well, have a version of this what makes it cool you say tyler it's a story and it is in my mind but like 
it, it it is a story that could be true. Like there is a chance. Well, you can't prove that it's not. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 One part that was neat is the, so. I don't know anything about how subcommittees or these hearings mm-hmm. work, but there's Congress people from different states and both Republican and Democrat yeah. who were up on this panel. Like court AOC was one of them there. Yeah. So there's, they're there and they're like taking turns asking questions like delegate from Wisconsin. Uh, and then they'll ask their question. And yeah. one question was like, can you give us a list of people that we should continue to ask these questions to? And then he's like, Oh Yeah. Oh, he's like, yeah, I have a list, but I don't want to do that on camera. She's like, well, could you have that list prepared for us? Like in the next few weeks? He's like, oh no, I've got it. I've got it right here. Like there were just some yeah. of those moments that were kind of cool. But who like, knows if it'll if lead you to gave, anything. Yeah. So I don't know, understand how a congressional hearing works and how this person gets to speak there. Yeah, I don't, that's a but good like, point. But there's, I feel like there's a lot of people with, explanations for things in the world. I'm trying to avoid using the word conspiracy, but like people who have out there ideas where if they were put, even if it's under oath, they would tell their story if they had this stage. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, like how, how, like if you had a Graham mentioned flat earther, if you were to say you can go under oath, like congressional hearing, he still thinks say, he's telling I have the seen truth that the earth is flat. Like, right. I think like, I don't gives know if that people, gives it we credibility talked about um, authority with Peter. Remember that episode? Yeah. And um, one of the people who also spoke today is a pilot who was with a group called the, I think they're called the black aces. Is that the name that of that? Sounds group? like something, but they're like the most decorated, able fighter pilots in the United States. So kind of in the world, right? They, they know the best equipment, the fastest planes, mm-hmm. the most capable things that things that ships can do. They were on a training session and he, I watched this part of the um, committee today. And when he was recounting his story, which happened, I think in 2005 or 2008, one of the two, they're flying, they're about to do a training session and they get word like, it's not a training session. We have a live, like there's UFO, a, we like need a you to... It, encounter this bogey or whatever so they take off they approach this thing they none of them can identify what it is it has capabilities like it goes from eighty thousand feet to twenty thousand feet which they can read on their screens or whatever right and it's doing these things in seconds and they can't visually tell what it is they're it's doing things that their readouts are saying that they can't explain they would know what the best things are in the military because they're the top pilots, Did right? they see an actual thing, or is this just on a screen? Both. So by eye and by... Okay. So when you hear those kind of stories about people who... Like, if that guy doesn't know what this is, who would know if it was a human thing? Right? So, I just think that's cool. I'm not saying this yeah, is no, real. It's just interesting. Like, it's a compelling story. Well, it's intriguing. There's a reason that it's so interesting to yeah. talk about. I yeah. just... And we've mentioned this before, but it's like, I, I always try and think of like, there's got to be a more reasonable explanation. But this isn't like but swamp gas or a no, weather balloon. No, this, this is, is like, really, yeah. okay, something's happening. Yeah. If he doesn't know what it is, who knows? And that's, But then, but ju- like, we see things or experience things that we can't explain, right? Like, maybe not all of us, but pe- people do. This 
this episode isn't about ghosts, but you can make a comparison here where sure. people see something they don't understand. They can't explain what just happened. So they chalk it up to a ghost. Or I was a thinking chalk it up was the exact words I was thinking. Yeah. So is this not similar? Like they see something they can't explain. And this person, the, the, the pilot is an expert in their field. I, I get that part. That does give them some authority. But should they chalk it up to extraterrestrial? Yeah, he doesn't. And he all he's saying is this is like, I can't tell you what this thing is because it isn't. Yeah. It's doing things that our human technology can't. Although Stephen Greer would say, well, actually, we do have things like that. Yes. You okay. know what I mean? But like, but the top... So this like, pilot is yeah. is leaving it at I can't explain it. Yeah, and Greer and, is coming in to explain. Right, and Grush, this Intel guy, is saying, "Yeah, not only are there bodies, but I've seen them." <laughs> so that's like that's another level, and and he he's swore a that under intelligence oath. official, like he's a legit. He's not just a guy. Like he has the ex- credentials, and yeah, he's okay. met with people that he. You know, that's where this is like, this isn't like some guy on a back road on a dark night after a few beers on the way home. This is like <laughs> he, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like you're an Intel officer who's claiming to have seen this. He says yeah. he's certain the federal government is in possession of UAPs, unidentified air. What's the P stand for? It's a new UFOs. acronym they're using. No. Anyway, he's certain they, they have them and he's done interviews with 40 witnesses over a four year period and he has all the names and like. So it sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I just... It's like experimental technology that that he's talking about. No, he's saying he's met with people who know for a fact that they've recovered crafts and bodies. The okay. other, the pilot is saying experimental craft, okay. potentially, or he doesn't yeah. know. So I guess this leads us to my next question. Um, and you can answer after the break. Okay, so the question is, if you guys had to bet on whether or not aliens have been to Earth, what would you bet? Ooh, good question. So, Tyler, it's all on the line. You have to bet everything you have. Have aliens visited <laughs> Earth? I have to bet it. I thought, like I thought the question was how much would I wager? No, I'm saying no, he's like, telling you, like everything. you, you, you have <laughs> everything to say I have. yes or no, and if you're wrong, you lose everything. Have aliens? I'm gonna go with no, because I think Chris is gonna say yes. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Come on! So but, you, uh, hesitated, I don't know. you hesitated a while. So what were you wrestling with in your head there? What was your? What were you? Well, my current, I, I'm not. I'm. I think a skeptic. I, like in this conversation, I keep thinking I'm pretty skeptical of mm-hmm. all this. But I do think the universe is big enough for that possibility mm-hmm. to exist. And if that, if that, uh, if I will concede that, that the universe is big enough that there is likely to be other intelligent life and blah, 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 then odds are it probably has ex- seen us. So if I think, if I break it down logically, I guess I would be saying yes. Would that have been a better question but if I had said, uh, my are there feeling aliens? right now? Sorry, is a better question is, are they aware of us rather than have they been here? 
You know what I mean? Like, are mm-hmm. they? Well, I I thought the question was going to be, in the next few weeks, will we mm. find out that or like that these aliens exist? Like that we do have bodies of extraterrestrials okay, on I, Earth. And I was gonna say that, so. I wasn't, but let's say I said <laughs> How did you know? Like my, I was going to, and I was going to bet a lot of money that we will not. Mm. With this. That we will not agree that like aliens have been here. Okay. But the way you asked it, that you actually asked it was, have they, and whether or not we agree on that. Yeah. So. Okay. But I, I don't think like with this news story that in the upcoming weeks, we will have enough evidence for people to for there to be consensus and okay. be like now we're dealing with right now the the reality of this i don't think that's going to happen okay hmm. i think this will this is a interesting story and then it'll kind of go away mr kuman yeah i don't i'm more taken with the idea that there are technologies that people are seeing like the number of accounts of things that they can't explain means they're seeing something like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't think it's extraterrestrial necessarily okay i love that idea and i think they're the universe is huge there's life in other places i do think um does it care about what's going on here i doubt it did little men crash in 1953 in roswell like maybe i don't think so though okay and so I think this is more about government cover-ups and of, te- of like extremely good technology, good technology yeah. protecting technology. And they're probably all about, Oh, go ahead down the UFO rabbit hole. If that distracts you from what's really happening, which I don't even, I'm not saying I have any clue what that is, but, yeah. but that's like the theater of it. Like it's just something that we can. Yeah. So, yeah, but I love, I love it. Like it just, do it's you fascinating think, do you me. think that within the next month there will be, it will be a generally accepted that there are there that these bodies exist. Hmm. That would be an interesting play, and then I don't know what I would think if that happened. Like, would I believe the pictures? Would I? Right. There's more levels to that than just right. Like the pictures could come out tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Of, that would be crazy. Like, but the, things and, eventually <laughs> become truth. Like things eventually become accepted. And I just don't think this will be one of those things. I just like, to me, there's not. <laughs> so today I said to you guys, it's like AI wrote the script for the, um, <laughs> the news, news today. There yeah. was like a story about Hunter Biden's laptop and the crap that went on in court with him. There was something about LeBron's son having a heart attack. And it's like, and then something going on in North Korea with Russia and China and like buried under all of that is the fact that there might be aliens. <laughs> like, <laughs> isn't that the biggest story in the history of Earth? I don't know. Well, maybe not. And they've been here, and we have them. So, I, like, isn't that a fairly massive bombshell? If it's true, I know. I I just think it's there's got to be there's got to be proof. Like, I just okay, but I mean, if you could prove it, like, yeah, if there's like. Well, then, yeah. evidence that we all go yeah like clearly there's aliens but wouldn't just, that be like, like if more than one person come out and say like if if this list if these people off this list come in and agree or say yeah this guy's on the right path i've seen them too and then the images show up like or maybe this that'd be insane but i i just at this point i'm you're like it's a non-story it's 
kind of like I understand why it's at the bottom of the pile of all these other things like because hmm. aliens the idea of aliens has been around for a hundred years yeah and there's all it feels like there's always a if you look for it mm-hmm. there's always there's a story about aliens. There. yeah but I also d- I don't didn't know before our conversation here really about this congressional hearing like yeah. I don't know very much about that so yeah well, it's I, worth it's worth looking like reading some articles and seeing some video like if there's some pretty big moments I think that were kind of astounding and what they're saying where do you think the ufo community is at with this are they like vindication like i can't yeah, believe so this i did read a little bit in in their like subreddit yesterday to kind of see where they're at and i think a lot of them were just why is the media not talking about this more yeah. like this is a huge deal and then there'd be some comments that said well you know guys like don't expect evidence yet like i know you think there's going to be some smoking gun but don't don't like don't be disappointed and you don't see anything like but I think they're they, those communities are just emboldened, excited, and and they they, they should be like it's a legitimate uh, conduit. To, uh, so okay, well, today's it's also skepticism here, like that the they are excited regardless because if this does get swept on, if it does just disappear, yeah, right, then they. There's more to their story. They can build like a story way, around it's that. Like it's, their, it's, well, yeah. That's how conspiracy right. theories grow and sustain exactly. themselves. Because it, it, either way, you're going to prove the conspiracy. It's like someone's trying to hide the truth. Yeah. Okay, Again. so Tyler, as a skeptic, what do you think, and I think a lot of people fit that bill, like what does it take for a conspiracy theory to become like truth, if you know what I mean? Like that might not be the best way to say it, but... Yeah, well, like to go from fringe weird idea to like, oh, okay. Well, I might not remember this. You mentioned Peter's uh, his explanation of authority. truth or authority, yeah, yeah. authority, and there was like expertise, but then there was also, I think, and I could be very wrong on this, but like a kind of like consensus or like social acceptance of an idea, and I feel like that is what I. Like, I rely a bit on that. Like, even if I saw a picture and I thought it was an amazing picture, I would still be skeptical. If I'm like, that picture looks real, I wouldn't give as much authority to that image or to this one person talking about what he's seen to a large group of people with a variety of um, their own experience and expertise accepting it so maybe i i like i'm more of a like wait and see before i yeah draw any conclusions because also like i said like i i do think it is possible yeah i just am not compelled by well and there's no question the the burden of proof is on the people who are making these yeah claims like no question yeah and i'm i'm not going to try to prove that they're wrong no right i just my current Mm. paradigm or understanding of the world is that um we that we don't have extraterrestrial life forms there hasn't been contact and i don't think there ever on has earth. been on earth ever yeah we never yeah asked. we didn't ask you and i don't think it'll yeah. ever happen yeah i don't i don't think it's happened i don't think it will happen but i do think that there's there's got to be life in the universe I, it's it, you know well just odds yeah odds are trillions and yeah. trillions like there's just no in my mind it's really cool to think about that and cool to think about the other worlds that are out there but just even just the astronomical distances between the galaxies and solar systems themselves like it just 
the technology it would take, which these people would say exists, would just be it'd break <laughs> rules of science. And yeah, like, so it's, it's I just, you know, I'm too, I kind of wish, I kind of wish I believed that aliens well, have been here. It'd be a little more fun to live my life like that. I think that's what but, people, that's my, the subreddit that you went to. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the people there want. Like they, yeah. they want it to be true and it's fun to. Totally. For me, it's not, I'm not having fun with this story. Right. <laughs> you know, like. Or but, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having fun being a skeptic here, but um, I yeah. think for them, like they, they skip a few steps of, of reason or something Jumping like out. where yeah. it's like, I want this to be true. Yeah. So Is it like Bigfoot, the same idea. Is it like, right. like it would be just, sweet if that's true. Yeah. So you, yeah, it's exciting to hear some another person claim they've seen Bigfoot, yeah. and then when it gets debunked, it's fun to say, "Well, that's not fair." Mm-hmm. Like that person yeah. was being, yeah, like that's. I get how that is appealing. Mm-hmm. Can, can I ask you guys? What, what, do you have something to say, Chris? Well, I was just going to ask if you wanted to take a break, but I, I do have a qu- another question okay. that I will ask after the break. Okay, and it. I'm curious what you'll say. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so we wake up tomorrow after a night of podcasting and fun, and we see on the news that these people on this list have produced irrefutable video technologies Elon Musk's head opens up (laughs) (laughs) and drones fly out of it and that's that's the most likely thing we've talked about yeah I would bet my money on that (laughs) but okay so you're with me it's like basically irrefutable it's like you see a drawing of a giraffe your whole life you think no way but then you see a real giraffe walk up to you and you think oh they're real I my one of my thoughts is like think about the church Maybe the Christian church, start with the North American Christian church. How do they respond to that? How does the CRC church respond to irrefutable <laughs> alien proof? Hmm. Oh. Can well, you imagine? Like, they, like, they, they got to put a statement out. They got to say something. Well, there'd be certain, that's a big, like, saying the, well, let's say just shoot, the, I can't, I can't speak on behalf of the CRC, but like, Christianity as a whole mm-hmm. couldn't really respond to it. Like, as a, as a Christian, I could I could find a way to right. navigate it. I guess I'm just asking, like, what but do you think the general kind I think, of response yeah. might be? Yeah, like I the think Pope. organized. What does the Pope sure, the, yeah, let's say the Pope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's my question, guys. Answer, answer that. Answer they would that have one. to really work hard with their team of, <laughs> for to write a statement mm-hmm. to modify their interpretation of things that they've said in the past. To make it fit. That's what, like, that's what, right. That's what <laughs> organized religion. I don't think does. it's, mm. if they do it right, right. It, there's no threat here. Like it's, mm-hmm. we believe in the God of the universe. The universe is vast. Yeah. You this just modify. Is, here's an example of things he's created. We know he's creative. He also, cre- these are created beings. Yeah. We're now in contact with them. So it's not really a super, it would depend what those beings are claiming. If they're claiming their God or they're claiming their, Oh man, no. that gets into way more complicated questions. But if it's like, hey, here's another creature, it's the same as, oh, I had never 
met a gorilla before. Now right. there's gorillas. Like I can't believe that hardly. Like I yeah, just you just they modify. It's biological life from another place that we haven't encountered yet. Right. So it, it, be, I, it doesn't it fit into their ear. I'm not asking if it like threatens. I'm just saying, yeah. Just, no, I think in, it's in some people's some it paradigm might. it threatens. Yeah. yeah. Like what? I thought Earth was the only place that God made things. Right. For sure, yeah. there would be that. Like, why yeah. didn't the Bible? But I don't think this? that's all all of Christianity or anything. Yeah. That's but that there would be a subset where they like have used the argument. It's not in the Bible, therefore it is not right. true. As and if the now, Bible is like a record of everything that's ever happened in the universe. <laughs> right. Well, it is though. For some, no, I yeah, know. For so, a, a like, but that would be my argument. Like, yeah, it but, didn't even record everything that happened in. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Right. But there, yeah. So for some, it would be a challenge. Um, sure. And but, I get but that. for those, like for those these people, are good they've to, had those challenges before where it's like, yeah. you just find it might be the biggest workaround. It would be yeah. a huge show. Uh, the, okay, the movie Contact isn't great. Matthew McConaughey's performance subpar. I kind of liked Contact, but the but jo- it, it deals with a really interesting. It's like the psychology of coming into contact with other life. Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey, I think, plays a priest in that, right? Oh, it's been a long time. Jodie Foster's know. kind of searching, like she's she sits in dad or something. Like satellite. Well, I think the aliens take her dad's form in order oh, to communicate yes. with her. I think yes, that makes sense. But but Matthew McConaughey's role as a priest is like wrestling with the what ifs from that like cool. philosophical background. That's really a cool way to think of contact. I thought Arrival was another amazing yeah. way to to talk about communicating and first contact. Well, yeah. and culture it's, and language and yeah yeah. Okay, that's just I thought I had because I think it's a it's, great question. Well, and, and you, what do you think? Yeah, I think I agree. I don't think you need to be like, like, but are some people like already, taking off their cross pendants no, and they're no, like, I'm out. Like, obviously this can't be real anymore. Well, part of that depends on what these beings do or say or be, you know, but like you said earlier, you already believe that there's life out there somewhere. Yeah. It doesn't, that doesn't have really to threaten. Sh- it just, it's amazing that we would see it, but it's not mm-hmm. a huge shift in your. Right. Yeah. And it totally depends what they do. Yeah what they do as if it's going to happen next week. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, look, I know I'm I, actually part like 98% terrified and 2% excited. I threw on YouTube to watch it. I, w- I was really curious, like what, like this circus, what was going to happen? So do you think there's harm in like, this is a, what we've kind of labeled it a conspiracy, even though maybe it doesn't fit the, um, hmm. the format for that. But is there harm in like getting, following this and being interested in it and spending time is it potentially harmful what do you think tyler i i don't think it's as harmful as other things that we have uh criticized on the podcast or um because it doesn't necessarily it doesn't involve other or i don't know it, it feels different from other things we've talked about so I don't think it's harmful to believe like entertain or it or entertain whatever the word it. is. No, it's definitely not harmful to entertain it. What might be I don't I have a like a a follow up question, so I, I don't want really want to go there until Graham says what he wanted to say. So Graham, you were gonna answer that question. I just think like I think it can be harmful. I think any kind of belief conspiratorial style belief can be hmm. harmful what's the threshold can, like when does it well that's to, i don't uh, it's hard to 
You could write a book if you came up with that. You should write a book. I think I think when you start interacting with people who are closest to you, if if it starts to alter how you treat them, Hmm. I think maybe you've gone a bit too far. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? If you can't maintain composure or compassion Hmm. or love or empathy for your family and friends or people around you, you start seeing the signs everywhere, or someone's out to get you, or you know what I mean, like. Yeah. They're on to me now because I'm on to that, you know, and I don't think yeah. that that's on, that's not, that's not uncommon. Like, I think that does happen. Yeah. So we can say it's aliens, it's fun, but like, I think for a lot of people, it's not, it's not just fun. Yeah. And that, my question was going to be like, how is this any different from other, other things that we've talked about? Mm-hmm. Um, like anti-vax things or, or flat earthers or, mm-hmm. um, Illuminati, Illuminati, or what is the one? Birds aren't real. Like <laughs> these things that we like, yeah. we that's like make fun of. It's okay time. to say like we say no, that's there's nothing to that. But then this one, I get that is there's differences. Mm-hmm. Like there, you guys, I might have been during the break. You said it. It is different in who is saying uh, what they're saying. That there's a little more uh, authority there. But it still feels to me hypocritical to be this claim that hasn't been proven. I can go all in on this and get excited about it and like want to believe it. But these other ones I can kind of make fun of, like people people yeah. believe in. So, and it could be yeah. tied to what you're passionate and interested about too. It's like I know there's a conspiracy about that. I just don't care. Right. And right. this is interesting to me because I've thought about this in the past. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little bit offended because during the break, Chris said that uh, maybe I am just like uh, my explanation is always for the mundane. <laughs> like I, yeah. So I, I didn't mean like you always are. <laughs> I meant in this case. I respect yeah. that about you. I like that Todd. <laughs> like the, There's the got to be a really boring is, explanation for yeah, this. Yeah, but the boringest explanation is probably true. Well, no. we're taking a month off, so we're just going to keep our, you know. Keep listening to what's happening. Maybe we'll record an emergency episode next week if aliens are. <laughs> There's a good chance our next episode will be a public <laughs> announcement we'll be to retreat to your basements. <laughs> oh, that would be so. Every movie about mm-hmm. alien contact almost is just. What's your favorite? Do you want to end with that? alien contact movie? We should end with that. Yeah. Okay. Favorite alien movie ever. Do you want a second to think about it? <sighs> yeah. Yes. I love alien movies. So shout out to signs, which I think is just a beautifully made movie mm-hmm. that maybe is one of your guys's, but I think that's probably the best, like what would actually happen to one family if this happened. But the movie I come back to all the time about alien encounters is starship troopers. Oh. <laughs> and I just think it is, it's pretty poignant. It's like all about fascism and service yeah. and citizenship and, with the backdrop of just a hilarious alien species that that's a good one. Don't be embarrassed. That's yeah. A, that's no, a good it's campy. I, I don't know, but I do love it. Cool. If it's on TV, I'm just in. Yeah. I, I bought the DVD $5 Walmart. Oh man. Had it for, I can't, believe I think I, I probably just gave it to the thrift store. Not too long ago. I would have bought that from you. T pain. What do you have? Well, I, I don't know if you're going to accept this. Uh, it's not a movie. Well, there is a movie actually, but I don't. I think they took this part out. I, I'm going to say Watchmen. Oh, with the alien squid. Yeah, which oh. is actually 
the reason but like, it's not alien it's, though. it's not in the movie i know that's why i don't think you'll count it but it's a it's if you don't know for listeners or yes spoiler alert for a 40 year old graphic novel <laughs> there's these the general public believes these this giant squid is an alien but it's actually a genetically modified creature um, yeah. in order to create it in order to prevent nuclear holocaust during yeah. the cold war do you want to allow that chris i like that that's a a thoughtful way around it yeah what do you think i love the watchman and so i'll, I'll but I'll, i, I think in, if you like there's in no the, in the tv in series the the squids there's a connection there there's the squids but in the movie i don't yeah in the movie they did they something, did something different. Different. They, do, they do nukes they actually nuke. They just use nukes yeah. as if there's some like yeah so they take that whole squid thing out yeah but anyway, so I'm I'm okay. using like a graphic novel and a TV series that based yeah. on it. And cool. It's not really aliens, but people believe it is that kind of thing. I always like that's so I'll accept it. I like that a lot just because yeah. I love the Watchmen. Um, I I always love sci-fi. Is such a great genre because it's like you can it you can analyze so many things about the human condition through those lenses that I think yeah. it's just nothing else can do it like that. So like even though there's movies like Edge of Tomorrow, which I think is such an awesome alien movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but my favorite one, probably the, just because I, I I would always watch it, is District Nine. Like I should have picked that. I should have just too. watched it last week, and it is excellent. it just kind Good of call. It, it's just it's kind of perfect, right? Like because it's it, it it does it in a way that feels so like this is actually what could happen for yeah. real. Um, the story is great. The effects are amazing, the story is so great. I would go with District Nine. I almost I, went with Arrival because I do think that's a beautiful movie too. Yeah, those are both great picks. But, and if you're just going like the old alien horror, like the original Alien, and then Aliens are Aliens is awesome. just scary. And as heck. Close Encounters of the Third Kind is is amazing. I watched that as a kid. And it scared the heck out of me. That movie. Jeez, do you know how that melody goes? Hmm. I, dun, dun. The beginning, the no, opening scene. No, like like what they play a, a musical pattern for the aliens to communicate with them. Oh. They play like a keyboard. It's like da na 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 na. No. Does it that mean that. anything? Like if you translate oh, those to know. letters or something? I don't even know. Good I, talk, guys. I think District 9, I should have said that. But, Me too. Um, Good job. But, I, but it, it, it kind of brings it all to back District to... The, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Like, I like that movie a lot <laughs> yeah. because it's using this interesting idea. Like you said, that's what would actually happen. And I that isn't why I would pick it. I would mm-hmm. think because it's using this, like really interesting idea of extraterrestrials and our contact to, to kind of criticize humanity. Right. So that's why I say it would actually happen because it's or to <laughs> yeah, explore it, it, like apartheid. Yeah. But it's, it's less that yeah. I think it would actually, ha- I don't actually think it would happen mm. or it's more, and that's this is a really point. cool fictional mm-hmm. idea to yeah. tell the story of humanity in yeah. a different way. But anyways, yeah. that's, that's, no. Yeah, I wish I had said that. So good pick. If you want to know what would actually happen, watch Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Okay. Okay. Fifth element. All right. Same director. Um, thanks, you guys. It's a it's a long shot. We're just going for it. Alien talk. It's over an hour here now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> if you guys made it through this, listeners. Yeah. If you did, um, thank you. We should confess some stuff and go home. I'm getting tired. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll gather our thoughts, you guys, and we'll talk to you again in a few weeks. Confessions. Confessions. Confessions.
So when you're sitting in a triangle <laughs> with two of your friends and the fire yeah. has gone out because you've ran out of propane and you're shivering because you're cold, yeah. sometimes the best thing to to you can do to warm up is just confess <laughs> some deep some things that you've done. And uh I'm gonna start by sharing one of my confessions. I I guess I'll just tell it as a story. I, I dropped Herschel off, my son Herschel off for a swimming lesson at the swimming pool in town here and then I thought I would kill the time between the drop off and the pickup with by going for a run. So I went for a little run through town and ended up at the pool. And then I was all sweaty because it's the summer. Oh, no. And I just went into the uh, change room and used the shower. Okay. I wasn't a paid customer of the swimming pool. You paid for your kid. My son was there and I, I just went and used the shower. I did that again. I had dropped Herschel off for a skateboard camp in Black Falls at the skate park. There's no showers at the skate park, but there is a swimming pool very close by. <laughs> I just went in. <laughs> so I went for a run to kill time and I was all sweaty. So I just went into the pool. I'm like, last time it was easy. I just acted like I was confident. I just walked into the change room. So I did the same thing at the Abbey Center in Black Falls. I just walked in, went to the change room, used the shower and left. And I felt a little more guilty about that, but... Yeah, that's yeah, my that's my good. confession is that I I just use public places to shower. I feel bad that I was about to to like I was hoping you were caught or something the second time. Like, no, yeah, I, I didn't get caught. No, I thought you were going to say you went swimming without showering after being really sweaty, and then I was going to actually have a trouble with that. No, I oh, just used. This but the, this might be more a, a detail I avoided the first time telling this. But when I went to the Lacombe swimming pool, I did use the family change rooms, but like by myself. <laughs> Okay. So that I could have my own little private animal. Okay, that's that's way significantly worse. But uh, it was very nice. That's good because I can. It's almost like a recommendation to do that. Yeah, like it's just. But it's sort of like should you like? Is that against the rules? Probably. Yeah. You're not a paying customer. Not a paying customer. Wasn't swimming. That's a solid confession. I like that one, Mm -hmm. and it's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm confessing it, but I might do it again. Okay. Ouch. You haven't been convicted yet. No. I'm going to confess of some ill will, ill feelings that I've had towards my wife, Shanna, <laughs> who I've spent a lot of time in the car with over the last you number of weeks. You know she listens to this. Yeah, she's going to hear it here. <laughs> and I do think I gave her like the stink eye when she did this activity last time, but now I'll just lay it out there. In our driving, um, we have like, you know, you have like the handle above the window <laughs> and the handle in the door. Mm-hmm. When we approach corners, I've noticed that she has been gripping either one of those handles quite tightly. Oh, that's and just what every wife does. I, I do not corner quickly. Like, and so like, it's just, it's really bugged me that she, cause it's like, you can see her like tense up and grab the handle. You've never noticed like, that till recently? It's like or, t- in the last three weeks. Really? I, it's, she hasn't done it since before, before that. And it ticked me off so much that I've now approached <laughs> corners when I'm driving at higher speeds to see how she's going to react. And she hasn't said anything. And it's not like she doesn't say things in the car. Believe me. But I'm surprised that she's doing this grip thing without saying anything. And it's like, it's offended me. Like I've been really offended. 
So now I'm like trying to get her to say something and I don't think she's noticed that I've noticed. So I'm like speeding up into corners. Like, and I'll slow down when I actually turn, but I approach the corners faster than I normally would to see if like, what is she actually going to say? Wow. (laughs) So you're experimenting. I'm experimenting. So I think that's my confession, but my confession is also that it did tick me off. Oh, you're getting in trouble. Quit grabbing the handle. (laughs) Just comfortable. (laughs) Just say something. (laughs) That's... (laughs) You're saying it's like a passive-aggressive way. Yeah, I, well, I don't like, know. I think so. Okay. And I, also, like, I'm not cornering fast, so you don't need to no, grip the handle. I, yeah, I've, yeah, I feel similar. Like, but I, I actually saw I, sh- we, Chris and I have talked about it because I, I had seen a, I had similar feelings to you that it annoyed me. I'm like, I don't think I'm like coming to a quick abrupt <laughs> right. stop here, right. stop here. But then I, I saw a, a meme that was like, being married is is simply this situation okay and that's very possible that's all it is um your spouse acts like you're going to kill the whole family in the car (laughs) yeah every time you turn the corner i think i need a noise handle i'm thinking about myself right now i think i do that i drive no when my wife (laughs) drives okay all right thanks chris for well i probably need to confess to her i can't top that do you like does she ever drive with you in the passenger seat yeah but short distances never like yeah. cross country or anything you should pay attention check yourself see if you are doing little yeah. Yeah, i i could Look fall inwards. asleep because i trust her because she's my most special person and i love her yeah and i know Unlimited she would love. take care of me yeah she'll never just like i would do for her yeah. all right my confession is um sometimes i'll do dishes and I'll have like a show that I'll throw my on my phone while I do dishes. And right now my show is Parks and Recreation. It's on Crave, and it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the other day, oh by the way, if if anyone listens to, or watches Crave on their phone, the Crave app is terrible. Like it's just not mm. really it doesn't it crashes lots. It sucks. The other day I tried to turn on uh, log into Crave to do some dishes, and it wouldn't log me. It's like oh I forgot your information, and I'm like well just suddenly. So I punch it in. It doesn't, and it wouldn't like take the information. So I closed it, and then I opened it again, and it logged me in, but it logged me in, not on my own account, under Tyler's account. Whoa. And I didn't even know why or how <laughs> it's in there. So I've been watching Parks and Recreation for the, we- uh, the week under TyCap. Really? What? Yeah. And the only other continue watching even is- have That's not even my account. Well, well <laughs> saying. <laughs> and the only other to continue watching is The Wire that you said you were starting to watch. Yeah. And it's just been sitting in the same spot for a few days because you're not really watching it. I haven't it right watched now. Crave in a long but time. But I've been watching Parks and Rec on your account and I don't It's just logged. It, I don't how, know why it logged how in. How is that? If you if we logged in a while ago, but it it just stopped logging into my account <laughs> and all of a sudden logged into your account. So I've been watching what? Parks and Rec on <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah, that's that weird? crazy. Yeah. 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 If Crave's AI bot is listening. Yeah. Please try to fix this. And thank No, I like it. Thank oh, you. Oh, you like it. I can get rid of my account now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris, we... Gosh, we love feedback. Mm-hmm. It just... It feeds mm-hmm. our soul. It feeds mm-hmm. our brain. feeds our basket. How do you get in touch with us? I think if you have an alien encounter, if you've mm-hmm. seen the hominids, uh, or if you have evidence of Tic Tac or other uh, what? UAPs... What you, the Tic Tac. Check out Tic Tac oh. UFO. Just look okay. it up. All right. Okay. Um... <laughs> Please send your evidence or any other inquiries to harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com. It'd be cool to talk to a legit UFO expert. Okay, no. Or, or like <laughs> a person who claims to have seen one, you mean? <laughs> or Dr. Expert. Okay, an expert, yes. A legit it would, UFO expert. It would expert. be cool. Yeah. Um, 
Do you know they're doing a live action Lilo and Stitch? No. <laughs> anyway, Tyler, what, what else? That what do you have going awesome. on, Ty? Well, we have Instagram yeah. and Facebook and Twitter, and we post things there occasionally. Yeah. If you don't really look at Instagram, you should just check out the images Tyler puts together because they're really awesome. Mm-hmm. He does a great job. Oh, really awesome. Yeah. Um, the nice thing is you only have to check Instagram like once every couple of weeks because that's about how often I post things. So, <laughs> yeah. But talking again about going into a new century mm-hmm. of Ooh. podcasts, yeah. crazy. we might be reconsidering the way we do our oh man interaction with fans so many changes coming yeah are we also sort of considering sponsorship opportunities for people that they could inquire with us about yeah Yeah. if you want to sponsor the podcast email us or we may have an instagram us yeah hey guys i'm sorry i gotta do this if you like my my band uh we're we're releasing our ep in september and we're doing a show at red heart so if if you listen to this in the end of july and you want to come see us play our album release and maybe get a, a CD. Uh, I don't know. Go to our Instagram. I don't know the date's going to be. September sometime. At Red okay. Heart, That's cool. Anyway. Hope to be there. Cool. If you want to see me play beach volleyball at Gull Lake, yeah. I do that sometimes. Okay. Too, so. okay. Oh, nice. Where do you shower after that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess we'll see you guys in uh, in a little bit. So yeah, listeners, have a little break from the gentleman for, for a few weeks yeah. here. Go back to our old alien episode. Yeah, listen old to part conspiracy one. episode. Listeners might want to know that the conspiracy episode is the second most listened to episode of our podcast ever, and the least listened to. Mm. Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> no, is that yes. right? Least my, the, the one that was my idea was <laughs> was the least. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, if you want to support your favorite gentleman <sighs> Graham, funny. please go listen to the ghost episode on repeat. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that one tomorrow. <laughs> Hey, Ty, I'll see you next time. Yeah, I'll see you, Graham. Chris, we'll see you too. On? Well, the? Mm -hmm. This podcast. Here we go. Uh, Here it is. Yeah. Harmonious gentlemen.